Okay, okay, I'm pressing play. There's a voice that keeps on calling me down the road. It's Morty. What up, y'all? What's going on? <laughs> everything, obviously. That's the only thing that it could possibly be. Everything is everything, baby. Welcome back to the lounge, my friends. Or welcome to the lounge for the first time. This is the place. This is where it all happens. This is where we learn. This is where we share. This is where we dance. We groove, okay? We get together, we drink drinks, we eat food, we lounge out, we try new items off the menu, you know? You try the poo-poo platter, it's got a funny name, you know? I'm like, I named it, well, I labeled it that, and even I was like, <laughs> still after all this time, you know? But yeah, it just means like little appetizers, you know what I'm saying? 
try new things. We talk to the people. We learn. Because this show is about peace and culture. And also jokes. <laughs> so, today, my friends, we are still in the G's. Which is good. It's great. It's very good. <laughs> and guess who it is today? Can you guess? Can you guess who it is today? Did you guess right? I guess that you did. Huh, I guess I could be wrong though. Yo, it's the guess who. You're like, who's that? Maybe. I don't know. I'll take a guess and say yes. These dudes, I'll tell you who. You don't have to guess. <laughs> They're from Winnipeg, man. They're fucking crazy as me. Burton Cummings is, anyways, you know what I'm saying? Randy, the other guys. Oh, we'll talk about them later. You know what? We'll talk about them later, okay? Because first things first, let's talk about the wicked awesome, totally radical movie that we watched this morning while myself and the rest of the staff were setting up the place for business. You know, like pressing the fresh juice. Putting chalk on the tips of all the pool cues. Vacuuming the carpets. <laughs> and like, all this stuff can be done within the audible, the audio range of the surround sound system. So it's like, you can kind of be paying attention to the movie, no matter what you're doing, okay? That's what we do every day. The movie we watched today was a classic, a killer, a bloodthirsty killer thriller based in Los Angeles. We're talking about Night, Re wait, no, Return of the Living Dead. Not to be confused with Night of the Living Dead. Return of the Living Dead, baby, 1982. Guy's name was Dan something that produced it or directed it. He's cool, the movie's cool, the music, it's got the cramps on the soundtrack, it's got, it's the one with the punks, it's the zombie movie with the punks, as my uh, friend Scott once described it, and I was like, yes, that is the one with the punks. <laughs> Man, this movie, it's got the backstory, it's got the cheese... 80s acting which like I'm sure those actors were trying their best you know and like some of the performances were, were pretty awesome you know by the like older actors uh, who survive like it's these old the the situation like the day is saved you know like mainly by these three white dudes with white hair it's kind of weird um, but like the 80s was a crazy time I guess and you know at the beginning of the movie they're like yo this is based on true events and I was just like oh man this shit is real like <laughs> anyways check it out return of the living dead big ups it's cool stay in school who gets to hit the gong oh yeah, okay, so it was supposed to be Treese, uh, who's in line for the gong, but he is not here right now, which is, I don't know, whatever. So, how about, yes, you, with your hand up, in the corner, new person that I haven't met yet, shadowy figure, yes, see that gong over there, yes, please. 
Yes, thank you. Moving on. So, as usual, you know, we're doing hilarious stuff up here. Most of the people, almost all of the people that live in the treehouse complex are funny people. Okay, so it's like jokes on jokes around this place. Okay, so one of the things that I want to share with the world is this thing we started to do recently where it's so stupid but it's so fun like when you drop it like correctly with your friends that this is why i'm sharing so all you have to do all you do is you casually replace words that you're like intending to speak simply with the letter h and uh <laughs> that's it so it's just like oh like i gotta you know hopefully someday i'll be able to afford my own age and uh, the person will be like yes i would also like a house and it's just or it's just like you know um yeah doctors work at the age and people are just like yes they do doctors do work at the hospital but then it's also just like oh man like the age is pretty long because i forgot to use the age to cut the grass and uh, that's a funny one. <laughs> get it? Do you get it? Okay. Check this out. This is now a contest. If you get it, I'm going to give you a sentence that if you translate correctly, I'm going to send you a more main official prize. Okay. And... That prize will be, this is even better, will be the Julian Hine Pro Deck Celebration Charity Shirt, which we have collaborated on and is currently, I'm just assuming, one of the hottest things on the streets of Winnipeg this summer because it's a t-shirt, all right? So, if you can translate this correctly, the first one to email me at, uh, what is the email address? MortimerMortyMain at gmail.com. <laughs> That's me, right? I think I forgot to say my name. Mortimer Magic Main. Okay? Here it is. The H-Span was pretty H'd over because he got H-murred watching NHLH, last H in his H. <laughs> I'm only going to say it once and that was it, okay. Here is a hint. The H-Span is not a, a word that needs to be deciphered. That's just my friend. His name, his nickname is The H-Span, okay? And the origin story for that is not appropriate right now at this time, okay? Because we got other stuff to talk about. That's why we're moving on to the music right now. Bye. 
talking about the guess who today but did you know that that song was a cover that was a cover of a clearly super cool english band from the 60s called johnny kid and the pirates and that was their song and that was the guess who's first big hit and the tracks we're going to be listening to today are my favorite Guess Who songs in order of descending awesomeness. So that one we just heard, man, did you not feel that, you know? How cool, right? That's lounge music, baby. That's, uh, that's the type of stuff we get down to around here sometimes. Man, did that ever make me feel good? Okay. Here's the thing with these guys, and I almost didn't do this show on them, okay? But I'm really glad that I did, because I just so happened to have that song on like a compilation of 60s bangers. And uh, of course it's all wax, all the music that you hear on the show is all from the vinyl collection here at the lounge. So the album that will be featured today is the 1969 classic Canned Wheat, which has a great song on it, which I'm excited to play. Because these guys, the sounds that they came out with like that, shaking all over, we're gonna hear Undone, that's jazz. We're probably gonna hear American Woman, okay? If I don't talk too much, and that's rock. But these guys were basically Burton Cummings and uh, Randy Bachman. And these were two Winnipeg cats. And they were doing their thing in the 60s. And Burton Cummings, like he wrote so many of the hit songs that uh, he's a legend. Famous and infamous. And Randy Bachman, I, I learned today that he really was a really good guitar player. And, uh, you know, he could do it like no one else was doing it. And so when these two joined forces, there was, there was some pretty spectacular fireworks. Just for a short time, of course, as usual, personalities got in the way. Randy Bachman started BTO, Bachman Turner Overdrive, baby, ain't seen nothing yet. And uh, taking care of business. And if you remember correctly, my friends, when we were in the bees, I chose to skip over. Uh, that record not do a show on BTO because I'm like ah BTO you know taking care of business why don't you take care of your business somewhere else you know what I'm saying I'm just uh, that was never a big one for me but um, the next one is the next one that we're gonna hear this is I can't believe that this song was written by someone from my hometown Winnipeg and Burton Cummings as I was learning about him today this guy struggled, man, with success mightily. He said himself, he asked himself, did I peak at age 21? And basically the answer was yes, because that year he was, was 1970 and American Woman was the biggest song in the world. 
uh, and you know because it was the biggest song in the United States and it like it knocked the Beatles off the charts I think they said it knocked let it be off the charts and uh, yeah <laughs> they were for a moment they were the world's biggest band and uh, Burton is still highly respected if you can stand the guy <laughs> because uh, yeah he was recruited into a band that was originally called Chad Allen and the Expressions and Randy Bachman was in that band and then Chad Allen I guess I don't know maybe they kicked him out he went on to a successful career as like CBC music so he stayed with the tunes but they brought in Burton at 17 and uh, which is which is pretty wild like I didn't know he was that young he's one of these guys you know he's one of these people talked about these cats at like 16 on the music scene Alex Chilton the guys from Silverchair geez so here he is Burton big success this was I guess the second big hit but let's just let's just list the hits that these guys have because you're gonna know all of them they also had these eyes these eyes da, 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 da. no time no time left for no time left for no time left for you <laughs> what else uh, Burton Cummings was stand tall da, 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 da. that was a big hit no sugar tonight in my coffee no sugar tonight in my tea others but to be sure none bigger than American Woman but before we get to American Woman let's come undone just like Burton did and the other guys in the band too oh yeah one of their original bass player this cat named Jim Kale he got uh, kicked out of the band because they were partying so hard in uh, you know 1970 with the success of American Woman and uh, this guy was just like yeah so imagine that you know there I am afterwards just walking down uh, Portage Avenue having to face the music he said and I was like oh man that's harsh tokes that's like one of the reasons we came up with the saying harsh tokes you know like the toke is becoming a rock star you know at all but the harshness is that it only happened for like a year and a half and then uh, the guys in the band were like hey you're a drunk get the fuck out of here don't come undone okay <laughs>
Check this out. Here are the facts. Here are the facts. Burton Cummings said that they were so big that he watched as they painted his face 30 feet high on the side of the Whiskey A Go Go in Los Angeles. And I was like, what? Yeah, right. I'm like, wow, that's pretty cool. And oh, yeah, it reminded me that my friend Andy was like, wrote in, was like talking about LA. And she's like, yeah, I've been to like LA 20 or 30 times. One time I just went straight to my friend's house and like we got high and watched TV and then it was time to leave, I went straight to the airport. I was like, what, what is your life? <laughs> you know, I'm like, I live in a tree house and like own a bar and like, you know, geez. Anyways, big up Sandy. Oh yeah, and I mentioned that because she was like, oh yeah, I've been to the Whiskey Go Go like multiple times. I was like, okay, that's cool. Burton Cummings lost, like he got ripped off by accountants. So that embittered him. Apparently one ridiculous thing that happened was that this junior accountant, without telling Burton, bought 50 canoes. Okay, how fucking Canadian is this fraud? The guy bought 50 canoes expecting to like be able to sell them to his friends and like make money. But then nobody bought them and then Burton Cummings found out about it. He's like, so all of a sudden I own fucking 50 canoes. American woman was so popular that the guess who was then President Dickhead Richard Nixon's daughter's Trisha's favorite band. And the guess who played the White House? And guess what? They were like, please don't play American Woman, your song that has taken over the world for the last three weeks because we find it offensive. And they didn't, but like, what the hell? Burn Cummings is an avid comic book collector, which I respect. Randy Bachman, lifelong was allergic to smoke and drugs and eventually converted to Mormonism, uh, which I do not respect unless it was like for his partner, his woman, which is then like what I did when I did my like joke conversion to Islam. Cause like, you know, and I say joke because any of the like organized big three religions of the world, I'm just like, ah, it's not my style, you know? Uh, so yeah, he might still be a Mormon. Oh yeah, and I had a cousin who like converted to Mormonism for a bit too for a woman. 
And I was always just like, that's whack. But then like, geez, here I am just being like, yeah, yeah, you know, like me and Islam for like, you know, a, a time. <laughs> Never stopped drinking. Let's just put it that way. <laughs> One of the reasons that Bert Burton always felt that the city didn't appreciate him, which I buy, I believe it. You know, like I told my sister, a lifelong Winnipeg, I'm just like, oh yeah, like I live in this treehouse now. Like I, like, you know, we own this bar and stuff. And I do this podcast and like it's international and there's like listeners all over the world. And she's like, oh yeah. Like, so she doesn't even listen to my podcast. So like the city of Winnipeg, Burton was such a star that I think they just started to hate on him, man. I think it was a bit of a Phil Collins situation, but it was also a bit of Burton, like must've been a dickhead. Like apparently when they asked him to be in the band he's just like guys don't you know like the Beatles just called me they asked me to be in their band and Randy Bachman and the rest of the whatever Alan Parsons experience were just like they they weren't sure if he was bullshitting or not and then like Rand, uh, Burton came back in he's like hey I was just joking like didn't you guys know that y'all yeah, be in the band let's do this thing Burton like as as the members of the guests who started to evolve get kicked out whatever Burton was always trying to recruit Winnipeg talent which I was just like what why would you do that but it's because he kind of invented this idea of prairie wheat soul or what was it yeah like fucking <laughs> <laughs> like wheat soul he called it or something so i guess that's why but he was started taking the good musicians from other established bands in winnipeg so the winnipeg music community started to hate on him for that because you know he was cherry picking and uh he, he moved to la for a bit he was like la is the best you know but then he moved back and then he invested in this chain of restaurants called salisbury house which is like embarrassingly Winnipeg in the fact that it's basically just like a fucking hot dog stand or like a burger stand or whatever and old people go there to hang out like all the time or they used to okay that's what it was in the 90s I'm telling you all this because I watched the documentary on him earlier and there's also personal first-hand account accounts people know this guy he was only like four years older than my parents on the same streets you know, Randy and whatever, the other guys as well. He used to, the, you might not know, but like since the 90s in Manitoba, you can go sit in a bar and they had lottery, like slot machines there, digital slot machines that, you know, you could play slots, play cards, jacks are better, you know what I'm saying? Poker, video poker, so people, I thought this was normal, I thought this was like everywhere, but then like, you know, I would be, have friends who are not from Winnipeg visit, they're just like, holy shit, like you can just drink and gamble in this place, and smoke in the 90s, and I was like, yes, is that not normal, my friend? Turns out it's not, people. And so anyways, do you remember when Lenny Kravitz, covered American Woman and it was again like a smash hit of course Burton Cummings got paid for that he got paid for that major and I think that song it was used on multiple soundtracks you know like it was it made a lot of money I think Madonna was involved or something or Madonna was in a video or something anyways anyways I had a friend who was sitting in one of these bars. I'm pretty sure it was even Sorrento's restaurant on Grant Street where I had a girlfriend that used to work there. And Burton Cummings used to go there. He might've even owned it. And anyways, 
he's sitting there plugging the VLTs, the video lottery terminals. My friend is also in that area. The server comes up to Burton and they were like, would you like another drink, Burton? And he said, yes, please. Or like, don't mind if I do. I think it was don't. No, I must have just said yes, please. Or he might not have even said yes because apparently he wasn't polite because he was just like, I'm a rock star still, don't you know? Even when he wasn't. So, would you like another drink, Burton? Yes. And then the server walks away, and then to himself, Burton Cummings says, I, Oh yeah, and then he like hits the, <laughs> he hits the, like the spin on the lottery, lottery terminal, and then he says to himself, here it is, Thank you, Lenny Kravitz. <laughs> Like, it was just like, he'd obviously made so much money out of nowhere that he never expected that he was like, at that moment, he was still reveling in it. Another drink, you know, in the bar that he owns half of. Another spin on the lottery machine that'll cost him two bucks from his millions. Burton, I hope I meet you someday, man. <laughs> I hope you hear this episode and you're like, people don't know my struggle. Because I do, I get it, I feel. There was some bullshit, and you're a genius, okay? That jazz flute, please, man. Peace to y'all in this band, peace to these guys. Nobody ever, none of these guys ever beat up their wives, you know, crashed a car, killed anybody. So that's good. <laughs> that's nice. I think I gave you enough to think about. We're already going over time now. We're going to go out in the song because I just feel like it would be weird not to. But bring it back here in about 24 hours. I'm going to come back with some more of this fresh pressed juice for you. We're going to party, all right? Take what you learned here today and apply it to your life or maybe pass it on to somebody else at some point. That's each one, each one. That's it, baby. Bring it back. I will see you again. I will see you I say peace y'all peace 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 to all the gods in the earth but especially the earth peace